Hi guys, welcome back to my podcast. I am just so happy with the amount of guests I'm getting because obviously we've gone from Scott talking about a few years ago doing the biggest Marilyn exhibit. We've had the wonderful Susan Griffiths and her amazing career as Marilyn in film and TV. Then we've had Greg Schreiner talking about way back in the 70s and 80s when I wasn't even born. Um, We had Marilyn and now we're going to go right up to 2020 one, I know we're in, but this started in 2020, and the year of TikTok. I mean, would Marilyn Monroe even recognise this? I know she loved the phone, but I always wonder if Marilyn Monroe would be there on her new latest Apple, you know, downloading all these apps. But there's a girl out there, and she's called the TikTok Marilyn Monroe, and her name is Jasmine, and you've you've probably all seen her. Well, if if you've not seen her, you're not on TikTok. So she's she's amazing, and she's joining me from Los Angeles. Hi, Jasmine. Hi, Susie. How <laughs> are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. My cat's just decided to come over as we were talking about animals. Um, so you've gone from Scotland. I mean, I don't know lots about you, but you're going to tell me all about it and our listeners. You've come from Scotland, and now you're living the American dream. Oh my goodness, it's still so surreal to think about. Honestly, I still am like, wow, this is crazy. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, I don't know how to say that I don't miss Scotland. I do miss it a lot, especially like the food, my friends, my family, but I do like it here as well. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I mean, I've got to be honest, I wouldn't miss Scotland if I was living in LA. I've, I was in LA last <laughs> January doing the, the, the big theatre show that I did there, living on La Brea in Hollywood. And I've got to say, not for one bit did I miss England. Sorry, England. But now I'm stuck <laughs> here and it's freezing cold. So you're in the best place. Now, uh, you are f- famous for being the TikTok Marilyn. So, number one, first of all, you were this beautiful, because you're only 27, right? Yes, I am. You're 27 and you were a brunette, just being at university, and then suddenly you turned into M- Marilyn. I mean, are you, would you consider yourself a Marilyn look like or more like a vintage style, like a Marilyn girl? What, how would you describe yourself? Um, I think I've never actually thought about being a lookalike. I think I just started just by just dressing vintage and it was just one day I went outside and someone's like, oh my goodness, she looks so much like Marilyn. And I was just like, oh wow, that's like such a big compliment. And it just kind of went from there and it's been such a surreal journey. Um, what, what changed your, because I know I, I was exactly the same about like someone says it, don't they? But um, yeah. when did you do your hair colour? Because I changed my hair colour when I was like oh, 13, 14. And mm-hmm. it was a mistake because I just bought some like highlighter, which was back in those days, terrible. It was just pure bleach and it all went yeah. wrong and I ended up being a blonde. So because you, you look so beautiful, I mean, you look beautiful both ways. So what made you go bleach blonde Marilyn? What was that? Yeah, I think, well, I was actually, I was blonde all my life, apart from one year. So I was always blonde. Um, I always had had highlights in my hair. My mum is like, you have to keep your blonde hair. (laughs) So I was like, okay, mum. And and then I think when I first moved here, because I was like, I was so scared to go to the hairdressers, I let my roots just grow out so long. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have like kind of natural, kind of mousy brown hair. So like kind of dirty blonde version on really light brown hair and I was just like do you know what I'm just going to box down my hair and just dye it brown um which I, I I was so bad at it to be honest with you and then I think when I started dressing vintage I was just already on the like starting to go back to being blonde and I just kind of went from there and I just started just going okay I'll just make it really light and not just do highlights and just kind of bleach it yeah um, 
so many stories as you probably have as well with bleach and things like that. <laughs> oh, I know it can be so damaging. I've I figured out a way now, but um, yeah, I've been I've been all color, all shades of orange and yellow and and white and different shades. That's that's bleaching. So everyone started saying you're like Marilyn. So how did this TikTok? Because TikTok's a relatively new thing, and I think some Marilyn yep. fans, if they're younger, will know TikTok, mm -hmm. and the older ones are like still getting to grips with Instagram. So how did how did how did TikTok come about? Um, it was really random. So I obviously I worked in the film industry when I was in the UK and when I was here, I, well, obviously I started with Instagram and my husband was like, you have to be put on TikTok. It's like the new app to be on. And I was kind of nervous about going on it because obviously I thought it was just for kids. I was like, it's a kids app. And I wasn't sure if I was too old to be on it. I was like, I don't know what like really much about it. And I just posted one video and it kind of went viral and I was just like, okay, this is insane, this app. And I just started posting more like vintage content and showing off things that I have, like different makeup things. And yeah, it kind of went from there really. And I was just like, wow, TikTok's pretty cool. <laughs> so describe this video, because if it's the one I'm thinking of, it's when you're doing like different outfits, right? You're changing from like all different series of different vintage 50s clothing. Is that, that the one? Yeah, I've done those ones. That was one that went, and then the first one was, it was just like what people see when, when how I dress when I'm outside, like out in the streets and out at grocery stores and things like that. And I've had people um, just come up to me and just say, oh, like, you're weird, or, and just laugh at me. And I, I made a video like that, and um, that one went viral, and I was like, okay, this is crazy. I love those people. They're lovely, aren't they? That come oh, up they to you are. You think you need, you, I really need to know that. Thanks Thanks a lot for that. So um, <laughs> it went viral, and then obviously people are going to look at the Marilyn image, and um, then the, the thing that really excited them is that you live in Marilyn Monroe's home. Yeah. <laughs> so describe uh, that. Oh, my goodness. It's such a, like, a crazy story. So... My husband and I, um, we our old house was actually maybe about 10, 15 minutes away from her Brentwood home. Mm. And we were just curious one night, we're just like, oh, we've got nothing to do, let's just go for a drive. And we went to where our house was and we saw this big demolition sign. We then found out obviously it was the next door neighbours, they were knocking something down and making it, building a new house. But we thought it was her house at the beginning and we were like, oh my goodness. Yeah, they're always remodelling, aren't they? They're remodelling around there all the time, yeah. so yeah. Um, and my husband, he just looked on Google where her other houses were just to kind of just to look at. And he came across this one and it was for sale and the open house was the next day. And he was just like, let's just go just to check it out. And we fell in love with it. It's like, we, obviously it's one of her homes, which is so cool, but we also love it because it feels so homely and we felt just at home there. And So which yeah. home, which home is this? Because obviously I've been to LA. Is it the... Um, is it the Joe DiMaggio Marilyn house that um, yeah. I can't, is it where she had the divorce where she stood there and that she talks about her divorce? Is it it's that? not, it's the one, um, it's in the Hollywood Hills. All oh, right, okay. He stayed there just when, they, well, they, a lot of people say it's where, the house where they fell in love and things like oh. that. Um, it's, it's not the house oh. where you fell in love, but it's the house where you two live in love. So you met your yeah. husband in, because in, it's, you know, to be 27, having this great TikTok career, I bet, I know I get these weirdos and you know who you are if some of you are listening that go, hey, honey, hey, babe. Hey, babe, you're lovely. So it's great that you can be out there with your husband because he's vintage as well, isn't he? Yeah, he dresses vintage every day too. Is that how is... you met? 
no we actually met we met on a dating app called bumble and we're always like we should come up with different stories of how we met and we're just like no we'll just stick to the bumble story <laughs> um so it's like for us how we met and i was dressing kind of like in a grunge way and so was he and it was kind of funny how we both kind of went from that style to vintage which is just so different um and we i started dressing vintage first and then about six months later he was like i'm not going to do it i'm not going to do it and then he started buying vintage and I was like, oh, I think you're going to turn vintage. And he was like, yep. <laughs> it's so much fun though, isn't it? And you stand out for, except for the people that, you know, have an opinion on everything. It's so lovely to to escape into this um, modern, to see it on TikTok. Because if you go through TikTok, it is a very young person app. So to see... Um, to see vintage on there is is such fun. And your little ideas, that's my cat. <laughs> to see your um, ideas of putting all these, you know, how we dressed in the 50s. Was that, does that all your idea of you, have you been influenced by? Is there like vintage people that you admire, like Dita Von Tees and people like that? Is there people that you look at and think, this is good? Because a lot of the clothes you do, Marilyn obviously didn't wear. So it's this 50s or, you know, all encompassing of 50s. Is there any idols you have in that whole scene? Yeah, I mean, I love so many different actresses from that time. And obviously Dita, I, I grew up knowing who Dita was. And for those like video ideas, like my husband and I just sit and we just kind of think about them ourselves. And we were like, okay, let's just do this outfit video because it's a lot of fun. And we watch a lot of old movies, like we watch them every night. Um, so I love just like watching how people dress back then. And we watch a lot of documentaries and like home footage. And that's kind of where I get a lot of my ideas for a lot of like, different outfits and things mm. like that. Because it's so good to find vintage, because I noticed that when I was in America, you can pick it up compared to the UK. I mean, you struggle mm. in the UK or it's really expensive, whereas over there, it's it's like, it's just everywhere, isn't it? It's so much fun. And it's a lot of fun. And I know now, I know for my husband, for guys' vintage clothes, it's really hard because I think guys back then, I don't know if it's the same now, but they just like wear the same outfit until it's completely done. And a lot of um, my vintage um, friends are just like, yeah, it's hard to find guys vintage. So I know for him, he struggles, but it, I know like for me, like there's so many like stores you can go and thrift and just like so much stuff. And it's so cool. It's amazing. For so sure. you say you love other actresses because obviously, like you say, you you just don't really describe yourself as a, a lookalike it's more like a vintage girl that looks like Marilyn right which I love I mean I hate describing myself as as a lookalike but I don't really know how else to describe it there's so, so many many but is there like when you everyone was saying you look like Marilyn is there things that you'd like to do now because you're so young I mean I've had a great career I'm 44 and it was still going great you know before yeah. COVID but is there things that because I know you're a director in your in your own right so is mm -hmm. there things that you want to do away from Marilyn, I mean, TikTok's great way of making money and, and, and getting yep. your name out there. But is there anything you want to do away from Marilyn? Because I know being in the business so long as a look like myself, it's a real mm -hmm. struggle to try and get out of, get out of that um, yep. thing once you're in it. But you're so young, so there's many directions you can go in. Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah, I mean, for me and my husband, um, we both like want to start up different companies and things like that. And I would love to go back into directing again and writing things because I love writing horror stories. <laughs> I know it sounds so bizarre. <laughs> and um, I would love to go back in and get back into the film industry in that way. And I feel like every day, even though I'm making TikToks, I'm like, I'm still like, you know, like coming up with the ideas and filming it. So I still feel like I get to do that. But I would definitely love to get back into 
behind the camera as well at some point for sure is it is it hard to come up with because I know with content even just coming up with guests to be on my podcast you know because I want to keep my podcast basically about the, the different aspects of Marilyn and Marilyn Monroe in the modern age in TikTok you're a great guest to have because that's you are on TikTok and it's so quick like people scroll through it and it's gone is it hard to keep that content up you must be sitting there thinking oh god how, what can I wear today <laughs> I'm not gonna lie oh my goodness it is it can be so hard some days I wake up and I'm just like I have no idea what I'm going to make today and I sometimes I'm just like okay I have to think about some ideas that I've wrote down on like a notepad a few months ago and mm. my clothes end up in big piles everywhere I'm just like oh my goodness <laughs> but um it can be really difficult and it can be hard especially when if you've had a day where you're just like the video didn't do that well or if you see a lot of hate comments it can be hard to then be like okay I have to get up and keep doing it again the next day and keep posting and keep keep going and pushing forward and I do have those days <laughs> a lot <laughs> yeah I feel you on that it is it's a very hard social media when you're trying to I think it needs to be and you'll know this because you're so good on TikTok is it's I think a lot of people take it a lot too more seriously um what you're doing than they should it is yeah. just fun and it's your your projected an image and you've got to constantly come up with content and I think that's the modern age we're living in it's mm -hmm. you know if you're putting out that much of content and trying to get ideas yep. you are playing with Marilyn's image and I think if anyone takes it too seriously um they're gonna mm -hmm. get uh, they're gonna get dragged down by it because to me it seems like you're just really just trying to make content because that's the modern yep. world we live in if Marilyn Monroe is alive now she probably would have to come up with different ways or or I'm not saying you twist the truth, but put a, heat up the truth a little bit just to create a little bit of, you know, I don't think you walk around every day with your hair like that or your lipstick like that. I think there's times when you're like, do you know what? I really don't want to put anything on today and do this content. But that's the business that you're in. And it's the modern way, isn't it? The modern world. Yeah, I mean, for me, I mean, I know surprising or not, but I do pin curl my hair every single night. It's like a habit now. And even when I wear my makeup, I still have my hair done. It's so bizarre. My husband's always like, Jasmine, you have your hair done. I'm like... I don't know what it is I just because my haircut's kind of like a mullet so if I don't curl it it looks terrible do you know what I can relate to that because at the moment yeah. my hair is back in a scrunchie because it's either Marilyn style or a scrunchie but I'm definitely yeah. not making any content with a scrunchie in my hair <laughs> oh actually whenever I'm like doing that I'm like I can't show like my mullet like this is so bad oh, bless you. Um, but yeah no definitely it's it's one of those things like every day it's like okay especially now with like the virus and things it's it's difficult to like make sure you're get yourself up and be like oh, let's keep going keep going you know yeah yeah totally and it's what do you think if you had to think of Marilyn Monroe nowadays um and she had to be subjected because so many celebrities are to this constant level of um media of like making these this content because I've got actor friends that say oh you know and musicians that go oh my record company's on at me to do more content and then yeah. they don't want to do it they want to be playing their music but it's how to stay relevant isn't it so it's a lot of pressure what how do you think Marilyn Monroe would cope with the amount of pressure that is on you really to keep this content up oh my goodness I think she would do good I think she would do fine I know that she would have people as well helping her and like I know for me especially like my husband he helps me a lot as well if I'm having a day I'm just like I can't think of something he's, he helps me and I'm sure she would do amazingly because even if 
she even posted just a few times a week or something like that. Everyone would just love her. So, because she had such an amazing way that she had back then. So she would definitely capture the audience now. She'd, she'd, have, she'd do well. <laughs> yeah, it is a pressure though, isn't it? So I, I think it, it really is. I think you're being, I, th I think that's your age. You're being very positive about like, I'm, at 44, I'm just like, oh God, I, I have to walk away from social media for a week. <laughs> I need I need a rest. It's like constant noise. But um, when you're young and, you, and you've got a good company like, like you're doing, what's been your um, favourite TikTok that you've done? The one that was... <laughs> oh my goodness, I have so many different things. Um, I, I was enjoying doing like, people were giving me requests and saying like, try an emo style or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I was enjoying just kind of, well, people as well, they were enjoying just seeing me just try these different crazy makeups and different like, style trends of today and they were fun to do and um, mind you I spent like a lot of money on them and I was like oh my goodness this is too much yeah. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun Um I definitely see them and obviously like doing things around the house and things I love to make sure that I'm giving back to especially like the Marilyn fans and things like that so they get to see the house so it's not just hidden and things like that I think definitely see that those types of videos what would you like to say to Marilyn fans um, I know that you have a lot of fans that you know think you're amazing but if there's some people that what they're a bit like oh well because you know some fans are never going to like impersonators but what would mm -hmm. you like to say um, about the act that you do in your 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 TikTok tributes to to Marilyn they, they I think they come from a place of fun and they come from you know you are running a business at the end of the day like I have to do a business yeah. and there's things I you know that I wouldn't exactly. like to keep playing her dying, but but she died. There's nothing I can do about that. And I've had people saying, oh, you shouldn't play her dying. Well, I can't just stop the film company from, <laughs> you know, so, you know, can you imagine? Like, I don't do this scene, sorry. Um, I know. Yeah, so what would you like to say to fans that are listening in and, and may have preconceived ideas of what you're like and the, and the real you and your tribute? Yeah, I mean, I would say that I put 100% me online and, I know like obviously people make up things and um, I would just say that I always try and strive to be as kind and I would never promote Marlon in any bad way. I always want to, you know, encourage people to know about her and spread more awareness to even like a younger generation. And I just want to promote kindness and positivity. And that's really what I strive for every day. And how I'm online is how I am every day. I, that's mm -hmm. just it. Yeah, I, I agree. And it's very, it's very, very hard when you're having online image and people don't get to meet you and know you. I know that people that I've known now had preconceived ideas of me and it's, they are mm -hmm. protective about Marilyn. But what the good thing is, is you are hitting a really young generation. And hopefully by looking at you, they'll look up Marilyn and they'll discover things about her. And I think it's important to keep her in the modern age. So what's the future okay. for you? What do you think is going to happen? Because in the end, it's got to run out of content or not? <laughs> oh my God, probably not. <laughs> but I think for me, there's we've had a few things that's coming up in the works this year, which my husband and I are both excited about. And I think I just want to keep creating content and creating happy content and try and also get back into directing for sure. Um, back to making scary movies is what I love to do and things like that. And so is that your dream to make it, so you could do a scary movie like um, a Marilyn Monroe horror movie. I guess that's not been done. Oh my. In, a, in, a, in a nice way, she's not the horror. Maybe she yeah. slays all the horrible people. Oh my goodness. Yeah, no, something definitely, something I'd love to make a horror movie, like a big cinema one. Um, yeah, for sure in the future. And yeah, just keep going and 
just see what where this takes me. Yeah, for good sure. for you. What's what's your um, favorite horror movie then? For all our horror fans that are listening, <laughs> I love so many. Um, I think the one that I really liked, and it's obviously it's old now, but The Conjuring that was one that I absolutely loved a lot. Um, and also Alfred Hitchcock, I loved his movies. That was what really got me into like the kind of thriller kind of writing and things like that so I think that was the first thing I actually my brother in fact this is a story hopefully she's not listening but one of my brother's ex-girlfriends she gave him an Alfred Hitchcock box set and he was like I don't even know who this is and I was like oh my goodness I do I was like do you mind if we like I can get you another gift or something and then we can trade um so she didn't know he was like yeah I read I watched all those movies and I actually was watching them and <laughs> he's a genius he he really was a genius so if, if, what is what is your favorite movie then um of his of his obviously I love Psycho um but I think Vertigo or To Catch a Thief mm. I love them the amazing thing about Psycho I heard recently was that you never actually see her getting stabbed in the shower, but you really think you do. And that mm -hmm. was the genius of his direction because you only see the knife and her face screaming. You never actually see him stab her. And I think I nowadays we see so much. I saw a recent horror movie about online, these kids online. Oh God, what was its name? And um, they, they, they're always doing Facebook content and then they go to this place in Russia. And it was horrific. It was, it, it was literally just like you saw everything. And I thought now you, we don't do that, old, that Alfred Hitchcock thing where, we, where less is more. It's actually more frightening. Yeah, because you're using your imagination instead of just seeing it. I would definitely agree with you. Yeah, that's the way to go down. So when you win your first Oscar, you're going to dedicate it to Marilyn. <laughs> you got to come with me, Susie. <laughs> I'd be like, I didn't win one. But oh, no, it's, it's so good we'll that you... It. Sorry, go on. We'll make it together. Is there anything of Marilyn's that you own? Well, we actually... Except her house. <laughs> yeah. We actually found two magazines that date back to when she actually did stay here. And we found them in an incinerator. And in my wardrobe, actually, when we first moved in, and it was really weird. And there are like, there's one article at the back that is circled in like red pen, and there's different things underlined. So we're just like, I don't know if this was hers. We have no idea, but they obviously there are burnt a little bit. But yeah, well, if it's from the same time that she was there, then it really yeah. could be, couldn't it? Because who else would have had them at that time? Yeah, it could have been her, it could have been Joe. It was just like, it's so crazy. Um, but we we have got a few things from other like Hollywood actresses and things like that that we managed to get. But so much, a lot of Marilyn's things are just so expensive. I'm just like, oh, wow, that would be a dream. But I'm just like, it's just so pricey. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've got a few things, but I couldn't buy them now. Well, I definitely couldn't buy them now since COVID. Um, <laughs> if you could own anything of Marilyn's, what would it be? Oh, my goodness. Probably something of her makeup. I love makeup and I love collecting old makeup yeah. um, like her makeup or something like that um, for sure. <laughs> oh, well, it's just been such a fun talking to you and please tell us your TikTok channels, your Instagram channels for people listening so they can look you up. Yeah, it's just at Jasmine Chiswell on all of my social medias. And thank you so much, Susie, for having me. It's such an honour to talk with you. Oh, it's been a pleasure and I really cannot wait to see where you go with your career because it's so exciting and um, it really is a, a modern take on impersonation and vintage and it's it's really good fun. I started doing TikTok and I literally, I, I it wasn't for me. So I really, I really admire your, your commitment to this and they are really, really fun and brightens people up. So Thank keep, you so much. 
busy. That means so much. Thank you. Yeah, keep on. And uh, you're living the dream, girlfriend, from Scotland to Hollywood. Yeah, it's, it's still so surreal. I still can't believe it. My dad's still like, oh, it feels weird that you're still not here. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, dad, don't make me homesick. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sure we can all start traveling soon and you can go anywhere you want. But um, thank you so much. And really keep it up. And, you know, I'm sure it's it's this is the modern age. Mm -hmm. Definitely is. I wonder what's going to happen after TikTok. I'm like, what's the next app that's going to come around? Yeah, because that's what I was saying about the end of it. It does. It does tend to come around, doesn't it? YouTube seems to stay, but there's these different um, the, these different ones. But why it's there, just keep entertaining everybody. That's it. I'll definitely keep doing it. <laughs> oh, bless your heart. Thank you so much. Thank you as well, Susie. Thank you so much. Bye.